the comedy shows at this station were actually under Everything the I'm off is wholesale for real. Got them mamas, got them clones. Everything grown at home is not homegrown. Got them zoning out like dumb. Hey everybody in Mutiny Radio Land. It's six o'clock. It's Friday night. It's time for the happy hour, the happiest of hours here. Oh my god, there's weed on the board. How did it get all the way under there? Uh, hey, your guest host tonight. He's funny. He's hilarious. You guys are going to love him. Put your hands together for Kaiser Lee. All aboard. All aboard. I love my greens. Come on. Literally no idea what I am doing here. I, I know that I'm hosting the Mutiny Radio Happy Hour, and so I have to be happy for an entire hour? That's not me. I don't do that. The babies are stupid, right? Babies are just tiny immigrants from the future. And you know, right now, they just want a health care free handout. But later on, they are going to be stealing jobs from hardworking millennials. I, 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 we should build, like, a really tiny wall. Keep them. I'm not worried about the babies stealing my job, though. Because what I do is I meet them when they are children, and I inspire their dreams. Oh, yeah, Jackson? You want to be a paleontologist? That's great. What's your favorite dinosaur? Jackson tells me, and he goes on and... I encourage that. I hope he grows up and studies paleontology. Because then I will never have to compete with him for work. Good luck paying off those student loans with your knowledge of Tyrannosaurus, buddy. Jeez. Business. Business is terrible, right? I hate business and the people who do it. Anybody who... Because business, they invented this word, myself. Anybody ever heard this word? If somebody says the word myself, you can be sure that they said it wrong, right? Because what happens is you were in second grade, right? And you said, me and Stephen are going over here to this place. And your teacher said, Stephen and I are going to this place. And so you decided that I was a superior form of me, that you were only allowed to say I when you were referring to yourself. But clearly, sometimes that is incorrect. You don't say, give I the ball, right? And so when you don't understand how to parse the sentence, and you have to write a professional business email, and you don't want your boss to get mad at you because you are a business person. You just slip into myself. It's very selfish language. Guys, myself is the reflexive form of the first person pronoun. You only use it when the subject and the object of the verb are the same thing. You're bad at talking. You guys are lost. You guys did not pay attention in school, did you? You're ter- you are all business people, aren't you? Except for you are unemployed. But other than that, everybody... You guys are bad at math, too, right? Like, you'd ever try math to do it? No? Nobody? You've done... You were good at math. When you were a little kid, you were really good at math. You understood plus. Five plus two is seven. And then they were like, well, we're going to hit you with this. This is minus. You got that right away. It's just plus but backwards. Then they were like, okay, but here's times. And you're like, I got that too, because pl- times is just plus, but it's more of it. You just do it a bunch of times. You're good. That's why they call it times. Then they threw another one at you. They threw long division. Anybody? Long division. L stands for long. You turn an L on its side. You write some numbers on the outside. You write some numbers on the inside. You write some numbers down below. You write some numbers on top. Some things happen. You do some minusing, you do some timesing. I don't remember what they are. You end up with an R in the answer. R is not for math. 
R is for reading. And that is why all of you grew up to be business people and paleontologists. Nobody, nobody. God, I, I am not, I should not be, and unemployed like Aaron Lewis. You're not actually unemployed though, right? You have a, you have a, I mean, t a job, technically. Like, right, right, they do that, they do that. Uh, you Uber, Grubhub, TaskRabbit, no, no, but I can't imagine what, God, I just feel so bad because I'm bagging on this guy. He comes up and he sits at the front row of an open mic that I'm hosting. Man, this is just, the best kind of catangles, guys, is rectangles. I, I like them, and buildings are them, and they have the littler rectangles on the side that are the windows. And when the brick men were building the buildings, they put a bunch of little rectangles together, and now there's a place where people can live and they can work. It's great. I leave my apartment rectangle. I go to the elevator rectangle. Go all the way down, open the door rectangle, walk on sidewalk rectangles, all the way to the rectangle where I work. I call it my work tangle. Open the door, go back in to another room. I sit down. I look at the rectangular screen. I press rectangular buttons on the rectangular keyboard. I make rectangular lights change. When I do a good job, my boss gives me rectangles. <laughs> I take the rectangles to the store. I exchange them for various goods and services. The store people give me back change. I do not like change. Change is circle money. So I do what any of you would do. I take the circle money outside and I give it to the homeless. They're very comfortable with it because that's what homelessness is, is rectangle deficiency. I appreciate the polite chuckles, guys. This next comedian is gonna make you laugh so much more than that. Everybody, put your hands together. Mike it nice and loud for Capital Pilcro. Everybody, give it up for your host, Kaiser. Apparently, I look like I do heroin. I put it together because people stopped asking me for money and started asking me for heroin. So that can only really mean one thing, that they think I'm one of them. Um, which sucks, I don't think I am. I don't think I look that bad. At most, I think I look like a stoner, which is accurate. In fact, when I started dressing like this, I was a stoner. But since legalization, now everybody's smoking weed, so fucking everybody's a stoner. So I guess I look like a bum. Uh, I blame Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad changed the face of your typical American drug user from black to porn white. Thought that would work better. Um, but you know what? I think that that's really that's why I can't complain about anything because uh, at least I'm white. Could be worse. Not that I have any experience, but uh, I've been told by some reputable sources that being white is the best shade of person to be. So I just, I try to count my blessings. Cause I mean, look at it. If this is the easiest, that means I'm, I'm living life on easy mode, right? And I still fuck this shit up. I better be real thankful. Look, I got, I got blue eyes, blonde hair, and a beautiful smile. <laughs> and I still somehow managed to end up poor, uneducated, feeling like everybody in the room hates me. Only difference between me and a black guy is that I don't have an excuse for the shit. I don't know. 
You know what? I'm I'm still thankful though. If I was black, shit would be harder. But I'd be just as dumb, so I'd probably be homeless. But even if I'm homeless, you ain't never gonna see me begging. Fuck beggars. I'm not a beggar. Beggars are assholes. Cause think about this. Everybody else in the world, right? They get their money by helping other people, by doing some kind of service. Like even even if you can't get a job, right? You gonna dance naked in the street? You gonna tell a joke or something? You know sell drugs or sex, that's goods and services right there. But if you begging, you're not helping nobody. You're actually, you're extorting people with guilt. Instead of giving people something, you telling them, if you don't help me right now, you're gonna walk away with, ah, fuck that up. Um, I don't know, I really, I don't fuck with beggars. Think about this, begging <laughs> is getting paid because you can't figure out another way to get paid, right? That means you're getting paid to be stupid. If I'm stupid, I get fired. So what makes you so special? Should I set up a GoFundMe, pay my rent? Nah. Nah, you know what? I couldn't do that. Uh, you got to work for everything. You don't, you don't want no blessings. If you got a blessing from God, then who gets the credit? Fucking God. Think about Jesus. Jesus started Christianity. Jesus did all the walking. Jesus did all the talking. All the talking. God worked six days and then took a nap. Who are we worshiping? Think about, think about Jaden Smith, right? Jaden Smith putting out way more music than Will did. Got more mixtapes. Will Smith got a TV show. Will, uh, Jaden Smith got a TV show. Jaden Smith got movies already. And they're still gonna play Get Jiggy With It at his funeral. Feel bad for the man. Sorry the set's so shitty. I'm fucking tired. I was up late last night. I, uh, I almost, thanks, I almost went into some murder, actually, right, it's fucking crazy, I was going to sleep, right, and then I heard some fighting right outside my window, it sounded like cats, but I think it was people, because they were using words, so I, uh, I started walking over to my window, but then, as, right when I was like f a foot away, I heard two hella loud bangs, and then everything just went silent, and I heard some footsteps running away, so I went right back to bed. That's all my problems solved right there. Am I supposed to go fucking look at the window? I don't got time for a murder right now. That's not my business. What am I supposed to do? If I get involved, I got two options. I can help the victim or the criminal. I help the criminal, then I'm a criminal too. That's stress I don't need. I help the victim, I'm a motherfucking snitch. Then that's stress I don't need either. That's gonna be it for my time today. Everybody give it up for Kaiser. Everybody donate. Keep it going for Capital Pilgro, guys. How about that? Your next comedian is super fit, he is super funny, and he is super entrepreneurial. He's got a show coming up, I'm sure he'll tell you about it, or maybe not. Anyway, make it nice and loud for Sergio Novoa! Hi, you guys. My name is Sergio. I am having a bad hair day. Um, I tried, but you know. Uh, gay sex is better than straight sex. That's what all the men in the audience keep telling me. I'm still not having sex with you guys. So um, I was told whoever said, whomever said beauty was skin deep must have been circumcised. Because when you think about it, that skin is up in up in the front. Um, I do have a friend who's an esthetician, 
and she is all for skin. <laughs> so today, I am celebrating four months in comedy. On, yes, on May 28th of this year, I did my very first open mic. Um, it was all a big blur after I got off the stage. Um, and I've also been dating someone for four months. Uh, yes, and I was told, don't date a comic. But after my open mic, I met a comic and we went and had drinks and we've been dating since. And now that we've been dating for four months, we feel comfortable saying it to everyone. So um, Kaiser and I have been dating for four months. <laughs> At first we weren't dating, I was just fucking him. But he now has a drawer in my apartment so we can officially say we're dating. <laughs> um, I have dated men and women in the past and I have to say I learned a lot about women once I had sex with a guy which is a weird logic but a lot of things made more sense um, and because of this I'm going to help all the guys in here um, I will have sex with each of you yes don't worry just because you enjoy sex with a man does not make you gay and for the record just because you have sex with a man does not mean you're going to enjoy it just ask most women they'll tell you now, if you ever were not sure if you were gay or not, this San Francisco is the perfect city. You can try it and no one will judge you. Yes. Now, if you're not sure who to sleep with, statistics show that one in five people are gay. So just be casual, but start counting. And every fifth person, there's an opportunity for you to have sex. And again, it doesn't mean you're gay. It just means you're like contact sports. Like MMA. You know, a little man-on-man -man action. Yes. Now, um... The way I can help you guys, it'll be a four-week course that'll fly by. But by the time the four weeks are over, you'll all be able to take it like a man. We'll start with the basics, grooming, moisturizer, hygiene. Then we'll move to, on to oral sex. And that's where you all get to blow me. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, it's, it's, it sounds a little scary, but it is a lot of work. And then the last thing we end with is I will teach you how to, how to have a double orgasm. This is easily attainable once I start massaging your prostate. Yeah, so again, don't be so scared. Let's see, what else can I tell you? Um, I was trying, I'm trying not to be scripted, so I wanna see what else comes out of me. <laughs> what are the craziness? Uh, there are things that guys will never get to experience because women are not taught to do or don't know to, what to do. So guys, if you have a girlfriend and she has any gay male friends, let them hang out. She will learn how to give a proper blowjob She'll be able to learn to play with your balls. Have any of you guys, by show of hands, have any of you guys ever been with a woman who did anything to your armpits? Anything at all? Now, you see? You're so missing out. Yeah, the first time someone licked my armpits, I was like, what? I was like a fish out of water. I was like, holy shit. How is this even, like, yeah. It was, I'm not saying they did it right after the gym. I mean, some people are into that. They love to snuggle up in there. But out of the, out the shower, it's like, wow. So... Try this out. I mean, I went on a double date on my way here. It was me and two other guys. Um, if you've never had your dick sucked and your balls licked at the same time, you should go on a double date. It, it's really, it's great. Um, <laughs> so yes, what else? Um, guys, have you, uh, any women has ever eaten your ass before? Any of you guys? Ah, yes, one. Anyone else? No? Two. Look at Capital. I mean. Oh, I did? Oh, I didn't know. I forgot. You were face down. I don't remember. <laughs> you look so different upright. And you do have a pretty smile, by the way. 
Um, so yes, well good. I showed a female worker I used to work with. I go, this is how you do it, this is how you eat your husband's ass, and I guarantee you he'll get you a new car. She called me the next day, she goes, he loved it, I didn't get a new car, but he was definitely speaking in tongue. So it was, she said it was very empowering to make a man feel the way she feels when she's being eaten out. And I was like, all right, we're there. Next I told her, we're gonna start with the finger next. Start with the pinky. Um, how much time do I have, Kaiser? <laughs> Negative four, and that is it. My name is Sergio. Thank you. <laughs> Sergio, I wouldn't say I miss the joke you do on me. Uh, your next comedian is named after what Sergio has all the time. Make it nice and loud for Alex Woody. <laughs> Guys, don't forget to put money into the jar when you perform so that we can keep this show going. Thanks. I had to rob Kaiser uh, to pay Paul. I had to borrow money to pay the donation, stupid joke, on the spot. Hey, what's going on, every guys? Yeah, every guys. I'm, I'm going a little quick. I got the sativa weed. It's hitting the neutrons right now, and everything's... Uh, kind of disfiring right now. So if some words come out a little iffy, bear with me. We're at mutiny. We're having fun. We're fired up. We're dyeing our hair. We're wearing suit ties. And we're talking about anal sex. Right, Sergio? Don't. Don't. Oh, it was just me looking at you then. Don't buy cocaine from him. You know why? I bought some cocaine from him. I went to my wife. She's like, why are you trying to put it in my butt? I don't know. Something in the coke. Something sexual, they say it's genes, but who knows, I don't know. Um, I'm just a dad trying to survive, really. It's Friday, you know, and I got my shorts on. I'm not just trying to be an asshole, I got my shorts. These are working man shorts. You can also play golf in them, so that's kind of fun. And uh, yeah, you know, driving here, trying to sneak the weed bowl on the bridge, you know, taking risks. That's what life's about, taking risks. And I do that with uh, smoking weed in the car. Don't tell anyone. Uh, blue guy, blue guy. Um, can you tell me what your favorite porn is? Like favorite type, like ethnicity. POV, okay. I love POV. The other day, this is how dumb I am. Hey, I'm dumb because I'm masturbating in the bathroom. That's stupid. Come on, guy. Just wait till your wife goes to bed. But I'm in the bathroom. I'm typing in POV. And I type in a couple other letters. And uh, it comes out Ebony. And I'm proud. I'm looking at Ebony POV. That's what I'm looking at. And I'm all excited. There's ye loud yelling in it. And I tell my friend about it. He's got brown hair. The next day, we're sitting there eating Subway sandwiches. And I tell him, I'm watching Ebony POV. I asked him the same question. And he said, it's Ebony, you dumb shit. Ebony, E-B-O-N-Y. It's not E-B-whatever. Dumb shit. That's how my friends talk to me. But it's motivating. I feel like I'm always hanging out the Jersey Shore. You know, it kind of fires up the neutrons. So we're spitballing here. Um, I'm terrified by what my son can come across on the internet, right? That's a known scary factor that parents deal with. 
And uh, I got a little kooky when I was younger when I saw the ebony and the other POV wacky stuff. I try to stay away from it now. But this one time I got so freaky, I ripped my pubes out and I put it on my face. So now I'm thinking I got a five-year-old that's kind of around that same time. You know what I mean? What's he going to get into? It's 2018. It's not 93 anymore. There's more technology. You know what I mean? You're not on the, the trampoline trying to look over to the neighbor's fence. You know what I mean? You got the phone right there. And every kid knows cheat codes. And now that Russians are talking to our kids on Facebook, maybe they know some secret left, left, right, right. So I'm paranoid, you know? And my wife said, it's the edibles guy. You're losing your mind. You're talking about neutrons all the time. What are neutrons? I don't even know. I didn't take math senior year, guy. <laughs> so, you know, I'm telling her I'm, I'm paranoid. I think he's looking at some funky shit, you know? 9-11 just happened. So I bust in the door. Fuck it. You know, I just watched Red Dawn. I love Patrick Swayze, RIP, you know? This is America. I could do whatever the fuck I want. You know what I mean? Kaiser gave me money, and I went up here, and I acted like I donated money. Come on. You can only do that in America. So I, uh, I bust in there, and he acts fishy. And I know what fishy is. When you have the blanket over your head and you're watching something, something's kooky going on. You know what I mean? I've been on road trips with the family, you know, and there's not much things going on. And you got that new swimsuit. I'm sorry. You get, that's what guys do. You got the swimsuit edition, blanket over your head, and mom and dad are driving the caravan. Holy Kalito. That's not even a word. But I couldn't say Holy Toledo, because that's someone else's words. I'm not stealing words right now, Kaiser. So I'm off track, and I'm trying to stay focused with my kid. And I grab the phone, I look at it, and he's watching an ISIS documentary. There's all fucked up writing. I look to the left, the teddy bear's got a fucked up hat and a name tag that says Mohammed. And I look to my right, and the cat's on fire. And I'm like, this is all coming true. My, my premonition's... Uh, there's something up. So I grew up Catholic, and I look under the bed, you know? I find the Quran. Motherfucker, you suck the priest's dick, not Allah's dick. With that, I'm out. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry if I offended anyone. Your next comedian is going to remember to put money in the jar because we are reminding you. Aaron Lewis, ladies and gentlemen. What is up, Mutiny Radio? Never been here before. I'm super stoked. You're all beautiful. I love you. Fuck yeah. Friday, let's party. Uh, on my way over here, my belt broke. Um, and like I really wanted to take it off, but I feel like it's really not good to take off a belt in public because that just means you're either going to show somebody your wiener or beat some kid's ass um, or both, which is normally the case when you take off your belt in public. Uh, but anyways, I got a new belt on the way over here. That's right. The fucking champ is here. Uh, and I'm going to drop that. Title change. Uh, earlier this week, my grandma died. I didn't kill her. 
with kindness, just plain old rat poison did. No, that's fucked up. I didn't kill her. I'm actually, my grandma did die, and I'm pretty sad about it. I tried to do an open mic, like, right after I heard about that, and I fucking bombed really badly. But it wasn't that, it wasn't as bad as that other time I tried to do an open mic, and I farted. Like, I thought it was going to be silent, but it was not silent. Like, something landed. But it wasn't my joke. Talk about a waddle of shame. Okay, I shat my pants while doing an open mic. Uh, let's see what I wrote down today. Uh, let's, I started Crank on the Muni earlier this week also. I have a, I have a pretty fun life. Um, yeah, I got really mad because like, he didn't say it was Crank. wasn't cool. He said it was Anthrax, and I was really expecting that. But, you know, still here. Uh, what else did I write down? Oh, that's just what I wrote today. Did anybody watch Raw this week? No, Monday Night Raw? Oh, so you are a bunch of pussies. Okay, well, yeah. Wrestling is like a religion to me. Um, Like, Jesus was almost like a wrestler. He walked in the room, flipped over a bunch of tables, and told everybody how cool he was. He got a title shot one time. We all know how that ended. He got pinned. Yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, some people don't find wrestling entertaining, but that's because they never heard of Chris Benoit. He's a real family man. His wife said it was fake. She sure regretted that. Oh, boy. <laughs> I love you guys. Just standing up here. Saying my shitty jokes. Uh, let's see. I used to work in a comedy club. I know you can tell because I'm fucking crushing it up here. I am fucking killing it. I'm gorgeous. And I have amazing jokes. Uh, but, yeah. My man! Woo! Uh, but now I work in a grocery store. It's very exciting. Yeah. Um, I think after helping out so many old people at a grocery store, I realized the key to a long life is just bitching about the price of shit. Um, obviously I said like the key to a long life, not necessarily a happy one. Um, because you miserable fucks like just fucking die already like if this was what your life is now it's just bitching about the price of like fucking potatoes like just fucking end it anyways uh what i really meant to say is that yeah as me working at a grocery store what i meant to say is that i'm actually a checker out of middle-aged woman's asses thank you Keep it going for Aaron, guys. Hugo, you go right ahead and clap it up for Hugo Stern. How's it going, everybody? I'm a pretty impulsive dude. 
Uh, some people call me an alcoholic. Uh, others call me a drunk. Uh, but I prefer the politically correct term, a uh, person with an ethanol challenge. You know? Um, any, anybody here uh, ever been to a, a, like a rehab or a 12-step meeting? Nobody? Just one person? Just one per. Are we in a San Francisco open mic? Comp? Not even you, man. Not you. You kind of got the like the the Salvation Army like Kurt Cobain thing going on. So I just assumed. Uh, anyways, there's a, there's like a there's like an age old debates in like rehab rooms, right? Which is like which one's harder to quit, like drugs or alcohol, right? And I always said alcohol, you know, just because it's more accessible, right? It's everywhere. Uh, let's say you're trying to quit drugs, and uh, you get invited to a wedding, right? They're not gonna have an open crack bar. You know what I'm saying? It's like if I'm trying to quit drugs, like I've never been in a situation where the waiter at my table recommended that I take a nice warm shot of meth to complement my meal. You know what I'm saying? Like that's never happened to me before. Um, I just moved to uh, Oakland, Oakland, uh, West Oakland, right by the BART from, uh, from Contra Costa. And uh, if you've never been to Contra Costa, uh, don't. Uh, it's a bunch of scared, rich, rich white people, right? And they're like, West Oakland by the BART station? Isn't that the hood? I'm like, no, it's not. East Oakland's the hood, you know? West Oakland's more like, it's like, it's like hood light, you know, like like diet, diet hood, you know? If you're in East Oakland, they might say, you know, give me all your shit. But West Oakland's more like, give me all your shit, please. You know what I mean? Like the, the gentrification, like it kind of gave us manners or more well-behaved now. Uh, the cool thing about living in Oakland is that Oakland PD really doesn't give a fuck about uh, driving regulations. I don't know if you noticed, like, they, they drive pretty crazy in Oakland, right? Like, uh, like the other day, I was driving past a cop car in Oakland, and uh, uh, I ran a red light uh, over the speed limit against traffic, smoking a blunt while stabbing the dude in my passenger seat. Still didn't get pulled over. Still didn't get pulled over. Uh, they even let me pass the driver's test I was taking at the time. So, uh, yeah, that was cool. First try, too. First try. I was very proud of myself. Shout out to Oakland DMV. Um, I started uh, using this new uh, dating app. I don't know if you guys heard of it. Uh, it's called Craigslist. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking for the one, you guys. Uh, the cool thing about Craigslist is that, uh, you know, you know, on Tinder, you, you guys on Tinder, you, you know, like you, you like understand references to Tinder, right? You know, like if you, if you like pay, if you like pay the app more money, you can have more swipes, which, you know, potentially leads to more sex, right? You know, you, you guys know what I'm talking about? Craigslist is kind of like that too, except uh, when you pay money on Craigslist, your money goes directly to the person you're having sex with. You know, like, they, they, they figured out how to, like, cut out the middleman. You know what I'm saying? Like, good on them. Good on Craigslist. Smart, smart app. Innovative as fuck. Um, how much time do I got? 140. Okay. Um, I was in Martinez. Anyone from Martinez been to Martinez? Yeah? Okay, cool. I was there, like, two months ago. Um, you guys have a really nice uh, jail and courthouse. Uh, the real very strict, very strict. Uh, as soon as I stepped in Martinez courthouse, right, it was like it was like I was in an airport, right, with the security and stuff. Some dude reached in my pocket and confiscated my lighter, right. Anyways, I was I was there for a public intoxication case, right, from like from the summer, you know, college, you know. So uh, so they take my lighter away and they go, yo, you you can't take this in with you. You gotta walk back to your car and leave this in your car. 
And I said, first of all, if I did own a car, I'd be here for a DUI case, not a public intoxication, man. And second of all, why are you taking my lighter away, man? This courthouse is made of stone. You know how long it would take to burn down a stone building with a Bic lighter from 7-Eleven? That's $1.75. It's, it's going to take all day, man. I'll miss my goddamn hearing. All right, thank you very much. Your next comedian is two of Customs and Border Enforcement's favorite things. Make it nice and loud for Perry Borders. I appreciate the quick puns. Um, I want to let thank you for putting me up earlier. I want to let you know I will send PayPal. I just don't have cash right now, so that's what the situation is. Um, I'm tall, which is cool. It's cool being tall um, because you can date short men. And they do this really sweet thing um, where they pick you up even though they can't. Um, which I don't, I don't know if you've ever had someone like pick you up and then wheeze as if they've been shot. But I say give it a whirl. Because <laughs> as soon as you get that half inch off the ground, you know this is the man I will settle for. <laughs> it's really great. Um, I'm a nanny, which is fun. Um, one time I told an eight-year-old, I was like, hey, you know, it hurts my feelings um, when you're disrespectful to me. Um, and her response was, interesting. <laughs> I was like, well said. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so what are the rules for women unbuttoning their pants in cars? Because like, ladies, Pam. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know those days where you're like bloated but also don't want to seem like a pedophile? You get that? No. Because <laughs> um, that's, that, like pedophiles are like, ooh, you know? Like, ugh. <laughs> Yikes, right? Or where are we at? I'm with you. What are we thinking? <laughs> Let me know. Um, yeah, but I always think like, what would happen if uh, if like a police officer had suddenly pulled me over and my zipper was undone? What would I say? I'd be like, uh, officer, you know those days uh, where you're bloated, but you know also don't want to seem like a pedophile. Um, well, I'm masturbating, <laughs> so that's what's going on here. Just like to be straightforward. Um, yeah, so I, I love, I love being a nanny. Oh, Jesus Christ. I always think I have more time than I do, but I really don't. I don't have a lot of material. I'm afraid to do new ones because I don't think they're good. I don't know. I literally don't have anything new. That's the problem. <laughs> I've just been doing the same stuff. Usually I just riff, you know, me. <laughs> um... <laughs> Pam knows it. Um, so yeah, I, I love being a nanny. Uh, but I do worry that like out of nowhere, a kid is going to be like, oh, you know, Perry touched me. You know, like even after I said this was our thing. 
I'm starting to trust less people. It's rough out there. Um, I have a tip. Uh, if you're ever having sex and you need to pee, just say you're squirting. Think about it. It's the same liquid. It's a compliment and a time saver. <laughs> You've got other things to do. Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah, I'm going to stop having sex and waste my compliment on a dumb toilet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's smart. Trust me. I know how to keep men. So, I am single. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's like all I have. I'm so sorry. I I feel like I've, I'm not a good comedian because I never have new stuff. Uh, okay, it looks like I have about a minute left. Let's see. Oh, okay. So, I can see directly into the couple's a couple's room like right next to my house um and when i smoke weed i can see like just their whole entire uh bedroom and they haven't been having sex lately and i'm very concerned <laughs> for them <laughs> so i've started to um hold up signs kind of like t swift like um one of them i was thinking like prostate stuff question mark <laughs> try that um yeah, maybe some other examples. Thank you, guys. <laughs>
So I got to tell you about something weird that happened to me. I got a letter in the mail from a squid in the ocean. That's not the weird part. The weird part is the letter was written in pencil. So I've been doing a lot of traveling lately. I visited my hometown of Boston. While I was there, a couple of tourists came up to me, asked me what the best way was to get to MIT. So I told them, study wicked hard. Made a business trip to Connecticut. I unpacked in my hotel room, went downstairs to the lobby. The desk manager said, can I help you, sir? I said, yeah. Could I please get the porn in my room disabled? He said, absolutely not. All we have is normal porn at this hotel, you sick pervert. <laughs> Just to piss him off, I went back downstairs a couple of hours later, asked to borrow their wheelchair and some paper towels. So last weekend, I was on the Central Coast driving on Highway 1 past the ocean. I saw a sign that said, Elephant Seal Viewing Area. I'm thinking, that's weird. How the hell does an elephant seal hang on to a pair of binoculars when all they got is flippers? <laughs> Visited down in San Diego. I love the names of the beach towns down there. My favorite one, <laughs> Oceanside. I'm so glad they called it Oceanside. Otherwise, visitors like me wouldn't have no clue whatsoever what that large body of water is next to the town. <laughs> Would be like, hmm, hey, the water in this lake is salty. Maybe we could go visit the Mormon Tabernacle. So it's not like here in San Francisco. Our beach names are pretty misleading, if you ask me. I mean, I visit China Beach. I see people having picnics. They're all eating off of paper plates. <laughs> that kills me. So I had a near-death experience. Anybody like to hear what it's like on the other side? Hell yeah. Okay, I'll tell you. It's like Cuba. People driving around in old Pontiacs and Oldsmobiles and Plymouths. I went up to St. Peter and I said, how come I don't see anybody driving around in any Lincolns or Buicks? He said, because those brands aren't dead yet. And neither are you. See you later. Now, I got to tell you, I really enjoyed my near-death experience. It made me want to just die over and over and over again, which is why I became an amateur stand-up comedian. Now, truth be told, I am preparing for my real death. I've arranged after I die, my body is going to be rendered into biodiesel fuel. On my tombstone, it's going to say, Dean Hotley. During his life, he was crude, but in the end, he was refined. Thank you very much. Clap again for Dean Hartley. After you finish clapping for Dean Hartley, start clapping again for Victor Trevino.
I didn't bring cash, but if you have a Venmo, I'll do that. Sweet. All comedians here, I get? Yeah. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Fun. Is <laughs> anybody bombed this week? Yeah. Give it up. <laughs> Hell yeah. I don't know if you ever bombed so hard that the host comes up and starts stuttering. <laughs> Yeah, I fucking I bombed really hard and like the the host came up and I shook his hand and his hands were sweating. <laughs> like he looked like he saw a fucking ghost. <laughs> yeah, he came up and gave me like a pep talk. You know, <laughs> he was like, "Give it up, hey man, keep coming back." He was like, "We're all trying new stuff." <laughs> Not new stuff. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Has anybody watched uh, Joe Rogan or listened to Joe Rogan? Yeah. <laughs> he looks like a fucking elbow. <laughs> I, mean, I love Joe Rogan, but uh, I just think it would be like really fun to like uh, blow Joe Rogan's mind, you know? Like, <laughs> like you can bring like your eighth grade science teacher to Joe Rogan. <laughs> He'll blow his mind with pop rocks and Coca Cola, you know. <laughs> Like, if I was on Joe Rogan, I would just bring fucking magnets. <laughs> just bring two magnets. <laughs> We'd talk about it for two hours, you know? <laughs> I've, like, the first hour is just, like, the one side of the magnets, and I flip that shit around, talk about it for another hour. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've been dating um, big girls lately, like, tall girls, you know? Like, a community service, like, I'm a big dude. <laughs> I went to this one girl's apartment and on her table was a fucking lacrosse stick <laughs> to give you a picture of how big she was. Like uh, one of my friends described her as, uh, she looks like she could take a punch. <laughs> yeah, but um, nice lady. I forgot what I was gonna say about that. <laughs> um, uh, okay, I just moved out here from uh, Maryland. I just got to California. Yeah, it's a long drive. It's like 30, 40 hour drive or whatever. But as soon as I got out here, I bought Magnum condoms and the bank froze my account. <laughs> and they cited unusual purchase activity. <laughs> it's hard not to take that personal, you know? I had to like get on the phone with the guy and uh, like go through purchase by purchase. And he's like, yeah, this is, the we- this, this is the one purchase that, you know, it's like we thought was weird. He's like, Usually just an average size condom guy. <laughs> he was like, just admit you don't need those condoms. One, freeze your account. <laughs> um, what was I going to talk about? Fuck. I, got, I went to L.A. first as soon as I came to uh, California. And then I went to the beach. It was like the first thing I did. Which like apparently people from L.A. don't actually do that. Um, but the second thing I did when I got to the beach was watch a grown man take a shit in the sand at the beach. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He like fucking buried it like a cat too. <laughs> or like he was setting like a booby trap for somebody, you know? <laughs> like, uh, think about that when you're laying out on the beach, there might be a landmine next to your ear. <laughs> um... A lot of homeless people in San Francisco. Uh, I get approached by them pretty regularly. I think the art is to like not make eye contact because you can kind of like feel them about to ask you for money, you know? 
it's funny when they like try to start a conversation with you but like they you know they don't give a fuck shit what you're about to say <laughs> like man how's your day and uh i'm like i don't know man it's pretty he's like okay man that's great do you have any fucking money <laughs> can i get some money <laughs> uh i think the key is uh to ask when you see them approach, ask them for money real quick before they ask you. <laughs> like, like, hey, man, you got any money? Nope. Fuck me too, man. <laughs> I use a strange, same strategy with rapists. If you, pre- if you rape them before, anyway. <laughs> Is this a bad climate for that? What's up, guys? <laughs> anyway, that's my time. Victor Trevino. Why you tripping? Why you tweaking? Victor, that was very funny. I like you a lot, and I hope I see you again on the local comedy circuit. Thank you. You said it was... Okay, so first of all, it's a 43-hour drive from Maryland to here, which is very far. Um, also, I bombed this week. I bombed so hard at my home base open mic that I like hosts... You know, I host it like 10% of the time and I go up there and these are all people who really like me. And I told that business joke that I told to you guys that that you did not laugh at. And also they did not laugh at it, which means it's not a very good joke. But you know who's going to tell some great jokes is your next comedian. Make it nice and loud for Luke Newman. Hello. How are you guys doing today? (laughs) <laughs> it's good. It's a good day. Nice and gray. Nice and foggy. Uh, really brightens your spirits, you know. Wake up to some clouds. I don't know, man. I'm fucking depressed. <laughs> and uh, uh, on YouTube, and I guess YouTube knew that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And I know we. I'm fine, you too. But they, you know, because they had the fucking commercial for some antidepressant. You know what I'm saying? And uh, <laughs> and I was like, shit. Well, let me hear. Let me hear him out. And uh, they they went through all the uh, what are they side effects? And one of the side effects is uh, suicidal thoughts or actions. I'm like, it's not a fucking side effect. This just means the shit doesn't work. You know what I'm saying? Shit does not work. Um, hey, is it just me or or neo Marxist uh, bougie as fuck? What's a communist joke there? You gotta gotta know, gotta have read Marx. These people don't know these proletarians over here. <laughs> um, what else is going on? The fuck else is going on? Oh, there's a fine line between uh, public speaking and schizophrenia. Don't you think? A fine, fine line there. Um, uh, uh, damn, I fucking forgot what I was gonna say. Don't you hate when that happens? When you fucking forget what you're gonna say? Doesn't that suck? <laughs> um, what else? Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm depressed. Schizophrenia. <laughs> Uh, oh, if I were a bird, that would be dope. You know what I'm saying? Wouldn't that be dope? You know, you know what I'm saying? You would always know which direction was north. You know what I'm saying? All, every time. You wouldn't even have to look. Like, which direction is it? North, that way. That way. Um, yeah, I think like being not funny is hilarious. You know? But 
Nobody ever gets it though. So. See? Um, what what else? Oh, I was talking to this girl the other day, and she was like, uh, "Yeah, I work for a nonprofit organization." I was like, "What kind of fucking stupid ass <laughs> shit is that? You work for a nonprofit organization? What what does it tell us a nonprofit? You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you get that off the ground? You know, who's who's gonna invest in a fucking nonprofit? You know, oh, what's the idea? Well, the idea is that we make no money. It's <laughs> fucking stupid. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. Maybe there's something I'm missing. <laughs> I don't know. Um, it's not, yeah, it's devoid of profit. You know? And that's not capitalist, you know? I don't know. Uh, he, this guy knows about capital. You know what I'm saying? All right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. yeah. That is his name. Just like I know about Star Wars. No, I'm just kidding. No, but on, on my name, I have to say this, man, because this shit bothers me. The, the, the word lukewarm is offensive, okay? Don't say that shit. It really, you know, triggers something in me. And I don't appreciate it, okay? There's uh, plenty of other words you can use to describe a tepid temperature you know figure it out so i was fucking uh high the other day anybody ever been high i was high the other day and uh i was gonna eat some top ramen and i was like oh this shit probably has all kind of fucking chemicals and bullshit in it you know what i'm saying let me let me read the i was gonna eat it anyway but i just wanted to (laughs) just be woke about it you know what i'm saying um so i was reading the ingredients you know for like 20 minutes and um <laughs> they had yeah there was long fucking they had chapters and shit um <laughs> but uh they have one thing they have in there you guys may have had had this before natural flavors <laughs> you guys tried natural flavors before that's not the most vague shit <laughs> you mean you, you could not get away with that at like a potluck you know what i'm saying <laughs> Oh, Mary, these cookies are delicious. What, what, what's it, what did you put in it? What's the secret? Well, there's chocolate chips, walnuts, and uh, natural flavors. And, uh, oh, Mary. That does not sound appealing. Um, all right, I don't have any money because uh, I'm broke. Um, but next time I got y'all. Thank you very much. I just want to point out that Mutiny Radio is a nonprofit organization, <laughs> which is funded by your donations. Keeps it alive, two for two. Ladies and gentlemen, your next comedian, Mr. Michael Miles. All the board, all the Thank you, Kaiser. Two dollars, two dollars for what? Three, four minutes. Pretty good. Pretty good deal. Yeah. Yeah, it has been a weird week, right, with the weather and stuff, and. They were promising this heat wave. When is that going to happen? I don't know. Like, I've been waiting. It was really, really cold, right? I guess way far out. They, the weather was always like, you know, it's going to be hot. And I know my upset was, I was. It was super cold and foggy all week. Weird week for me professionally, personally, politically. Really fucking weird. I don't know if you guys have been following anything like Bill Cosby. We knew this would happen. They took him away. They took him to jail now, you know? And he probably just have to go. I mean, he did it, you know? And he's like, I just imagine his lawyer 
that's kind of a tough gig for Cosby with the evidence. They're like, and they're like, they're saying really pathetic stuff. Well, he, he's over 80, you know, and, and he's legally blind. We're supposed to feel sorry for legally sad. So he can't even find the roofies, you know, let alone the women today drapes. So it's very like, that's not good enough. I'm sorry. So he's done, you know, but that would have been a big news story if it weren't for Brett Kavanaugh, way bigger, huge. You know, it's like the horrible, it's like the job interview from hell. It's like, this is a, uh, this is not good. It's, and it's uh, I think personally he's guilty. We don't know, but I think he is, but it's like, what if you had like the, company and then HR is like oh by the way this woman has come forward pretty reputable she's saying huge amounts of sexual assaults and they're like yeah we're not interested anymore in hiring that's great you're going to you keep coming back to the process great but we're not no no I don't think so so uh, so that's very interesting um, but everyone's freaked out I think women are freaked out I think men are freaked out it's kind of it's bizarre this moment had to happen all this for years like Anita Hill wasn't taken seriously now it's taken seriously from him this is very good uh, the less funny part of it that's the more serious political part but it's uh, but everyone seems kind of freaked out it's a weird time and and um, I found, too, uh, people seem kind of freaked out. I was, I was uh, working on the sidewalks of San Francisco because I do work as a male gigolo. Uh, okay, that's a lie. No, I do work on the sidewalks, which is weird, but I'm like loading buses for techies because I'm in transportation tourism. That's what I do. It's a psych. So loading up all these techies for their big convention. You've seen them all over. So they're doing that, loading them up, and uh, they're loading them up, and then all these, you know, adult techies, and suddenly this kid, this six-year-old kid comes up with this Marvel Avengers backpack. He looks at me in his line. It's funny. It's like, okay, what's, what's up with the kid? And then the mom's yelling, oh, come over here, come back. I'm like, oh, that's funny. Smile at the kid, smile at her. And then I hear what she's yelling. She's talking to the kid, but it sounds like it's for my benefit. She starts saying, hey, hey, Mark, Mark, come here. Go, go away. You don't know who you're talking to. There are pedophiles everywhere. I was like, whoa, whoa. Okay. I guess I can't smile at anywhere and say hello. I was like, that's a little weird. That kind of shook me up. Then I had to think about it. It's been a very weird week for everyone. From watching the news, everyone's paranoid, very suspicious. It's not about me at all. It's about her. In fact, this woman who had this, she had her perception. She needs a win. Women right now need a win. She needs a win as well. And I need to be good. I need to be a uh, good friend. Just think about what, what's the loving thing to do? What does a gentleman do? What's the next right thing to do? And I'm going to do that. So I'm going to make her happy. She wants to be right. So that's what she wants. And I'm going to make her right. So the next day I had to show up to work again. I thought I'm going to do exactly what she wants. And I'm going to set up a trap like a true sexual predator. Right? I'll wait at the bus. The kid will come up. It didn't happen, of course, today. But I was ready in case it did. And if the kid would come up and I'd be like, hey, little boy, do you want any candy? He'd be like, oh, my God, Mark, what's going on? Hey, do you want to ride on the bus? No, no, don't get on the bus. And I was like, at last minute, like, oh, but I, I'd love to give you a ride. But you can't because you're not old enough. You don't have your Salesforce badge. So you can't go. Sorry, kid and just go on the bus and take off, you know? And then later on, she could tell her story at Applebee's that night while having her, I don't know, uh, apple, cinnamon, French toast, whatever they have, like that. and to tell all her friends, you know, how it was, how she saved her child from this horrible person and how great it was. As Michael Jackson is singing PYT, Pretty Young Thing in the background, and she can be blissfully ignorant of all the irony. Yeah, so that's my story for this week. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Guys, there are some other people on the thing, but they are not in the place, which is this place. So, do you guys want to hear Pam Benjamin tell some jokes? I think we should hear Pam Benjamin tell some jokes. Come out of here, Pam. I am not going to keep blathering while she walks up here. Yes, I totally am. Isn't she great? I love the Princess Leia hair, the whole the whole thing with the, the jacket. Everybody, Kaiser, leave! Thank you, Kaiser, for guest hosting like a champion. And for I'll give myself money in a second. I'll put the money in there. It's, um, it's, I'm so glad you brought up the whole Salesforce thing because, wow, they have invaded my neighborhood. I live in the TL, 
Yeah. And I've never seen so many lost little Susans in sweater sets. They've got like a sweater set and pearls on, and they've come from like Minnesota, you know, or something. And they have their little dream force or to cloud, I don't know what's happening. All I know is there's no questionably housed people. I don't like to call them homeless because I find it stigmatizing. But they were not... They are not around. What? Has everyone noticed the excessive police presence in the past couple of days? Like, it's been amazing. They shoveled all of the questionably housed onto Bart. They were all sleeping on Bart with their, I just want to give them like lotion. You know, their feet, like the back of their feet that look like shoes, but those aren't shoes. Those are their feet. And you're like, when I was little, my grandma used to say things to me and I just thought she was such a liar. She's like, if you don't take care of your feet and wash your feet, one day they could turn black. And not because she was a racist, but because she was actually worried that my feet could be like homeless people feet, which are like colorless, you know, it's like they're not, you know, well, they have color, but you don't know if they're black or white. What I'm saying is that they can be shady. Sometimes I don't want to cast shade on them, but what I'm going to have to do is I'm going to have to call a shade a shade. When someone's acting shady, they're just acting shady and I don't care what shade they are what color they're just acting shady i saw a guy try to put a sandwich into an atm i'm like is that does that work like what are you trying to accomplish with this right now uh but they haven't been around because of uh, susan from minnesota with her sweater set like where she was where I'm, you know there were two of them this morning and they were walking down in the tenderloin they were a little bit lost and they well they asked me they sweetheart do you know where uh, to get a good cup of coffee around here and i'm like there's a pete's like four blocks by the thing and and they're like no like something cute something i'm like do you know where you are <laughs> like <laughs> like you see the guy shooting up right there right like he's not that's not coffee it's a different kind of thing that gets you up in the morning it's different uh, i i was i was in another country uh two different countries and what i noticed is that uh there's no homeless people anywhere else and they are like, they're like way their economies are in the shitter and they're way poorer than us, like Greece. Like they live on 500 euros a month. I'm like, how? Teach me. I want to live here. But they live on very little money. And somehow there's no people on the streets. Like the people in the streets at night, like can afford the dollar 10 for the beer and you just drink it all together. It's like legal to drink on the streets. It's the best. Uh, but I asked them, I'm like, where are your, where is your homeless population? And they said, well, we don't have one because people's families take care of them. <laughs> like, what a concept. Your family gives a shit about you? What? <laughs> Sorry, it's me. I haven't talked to my family in a long time. It's, they're just not proud of me. The last time my mom actually called, she didn't actually call about five years ago. She texted me, uh, Jesus is calling you. And I'm like, I don't think you understand how texting, you're actually texting me and Jesus doesn't exist. So I'm not sure like how he's calling me on the phone or there's there a song about Jesus. I can, when I was a child, um, my mom wouldn't let me have an invisible, I wanted to have an invisible cat friend that was the same height as me and grave very gray and furry. Uh, I had a cat named Whiskers and she was a sweetheart, but I just imagined her like, you know, like when you go to Disneyland and you're waiting in line for the Haunted Mansion and there's the picture of the woman laying on the chaise lounge and then she turns into a cat. Nope, just me looking at details as a child. Fine, it's still there. But so I just imagined myself with a large scale cat friend and um, my parents got mad at me. They thought that was bad. And so what they did is they encouraged me to talk to a 33 year old man all the time, like whenever I want. 
I just get to talk to Jesus. He's 33 and he's like bleeding weird. He gives you parts of his body to eat. I can't talk to an invisible cat, but you want me to talk to a pedophile. So much pedophile stuff. That she, Jesus does love all the little children, doesn't he? He does all the little children in the world. Definitely not a racist. Uh, no, I was in Rome, and then all that shit about the Catholic priests went down. It's like, 300 Catholic priests implicated in touching boys, and it's like, grand girls. But then they don't believe the girls when they tell the story. It's just so cute. It's like, you know, whenever a girl makes a decision, they form a committee. I mean, a guy makes a decision, you just do it. But it's the same thing. I mean, I don't know what to do about that. I couldn't even pay attention to that Kavanaugh stuff. Like, I'm just like, so some there's hearsay about what the but yeah i mean if people have hearsay about them being they shouldn't be on the supreme court like don't you have to be perfect to be on the supreme court oh only if you're a woman oh that's right i get it and sorry the men they get to do whatever they want uh i'm gonna talk about feminism tonight but i don't have to do it i don't have to bore the men in here right now with that bullshit like oh feminism let's talk about that are you a feminist me too yeah, I don't know about the whole Me Too movement. I think it puts feminism back because it's just like, like, I mean, uh, I can't even get into it because then people call me a bad feminist. They're like, I mean, I still like Bill Cosby. I will always love Bill Cosby. He's like way cooler than my dad. Uh, and and neither of them tried to touch me, so I feel pretty okay about either situation. But no, I still, I, I don't know. I want to separate the man from the work, but... Also, like, man, in the 80s, if he wanted to give, it's, okay. Maybe I just come from a different era because I'm turning 44, like, next week or whatever. But, I mean, I was married for a while, and it would have been nice if I was passed out while he was fucked. I mean, it was pretty boring. Like, when you're married for, when you're with the same guy for 13 years, you know, sometimes you're like, yeah, you know, so like maybe it would be nice to have be have a little roofy now and then and not have to worry about him just be like whatever I mean I don't know especially since he put some of these ladies through college and stuff and I'm like you know I'd accept I mean what 1500 I mean how much money would it take to have sex with me passed out I mean it would have to be like I guess like a bottle of Jameson really that's like all it seems kind of like the easiest route especially I don't know if I'm a comedian with an alcohol problem or an alcoholic with a comedy problem you know because it's like I'm always in a bar pretending that I'm telling jokes it's I don't know what the which which is the bigger problem like this is this (laughs) which is crazier (laughs) I don't I don't I don't know uh I'll tell one more joke just to run it because I honestly haven't been on stage in over three weeks. So thank you guys for letting me babble on about about Laura and and Susan walking down the street in the TL. No, that wasn't that was just that wasn't a real joke. That was a new joke. But I did want to run the joke about like oh I'm crazy that I um and and my parents didn't I wasn't my parents don't like me they think I'm they don't they're not into the whole gestalt that I bring to the world uh but I was always kind of a loser as a kid I I always wanted to win the science fair and anybody else did any of you win the science fair did any of you have promised as a child that you didn't fulfill oh now nice for you you didn't give your parents any like undue expectations like you know I was like a cheerleader they're like so you should be popular right no uh, you're going to be here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to stand up on stage with them. So anyways, I was never really a very, um, 
and a winner and I, now I, I feel like a loser but what I want to do is abduct a fifth grader just for like three weeks so I can win the science fair because I can't I have these great ideas now as an adult of how to win it like great like really legitimately great science fair ideas so one of them is um, I want to take a small child and I think we need some cotton swabs and like litmus paper I don't know but we're going to find out which muni bus is the most disgusting like <laughs> Is that urine on the nine? Like, what is that liquid? Can you catch chlamydia from the 22? These are questions I think with a small child we should really spelunk and get into. Like, really. It's gotta be the nine, right? I mean, I saw someone take a crap once on the 22. This is (coughs) completely non sequitur, but that's how our our questionably housed population is so angry that they take a a dookie on the bus but he took he took a street scene or whatever not a street sheet because those they actually pay for but like a you know an sf weekly or whatever and he was on the 22 and we were coming up to 16th street and he stood up and he opened the paper and stuck it on the seat and then pulled his pants down and then took a big shit and it was I was surprised that it held its shape like usually questionably housed people have more like of a liquidous kind of crapping situation but it held its shape and then he just got up on the bus and walked out and the bus driver like looked at us like all of us and got up and just gave us this look like and he picked it he gathered it together and he threw it in the garbage can and he got back on the bus and we all clapped for him we were like what were we supposed to do in that situation we didn't know if we should call the police or get off the bus but like we didn't know like do you bring a hazmat team in no the bus driver just deals with it like they don't have enough shit to deal with uh but so i'd want to figure out like if there you know our feces remnants if you fart that's the reason that it smells like poo is because there's poo particles in your nose. So the question is, this could be another science fair project, how much poo do you really ingest in your life based on farting? Or like if you fart in a room for two weeks and then you smell all your farts, can you, how much, can you quantify the amount of feces that you ingested? No, are these, no one cares about these science fair projects. This doesn't that sound like the best fifth grader science fair project? Like, how much poo do you really breathe in? <laughs> right? I'm really curious about these kinds of things. I've also convinced a couple of fifth graders, and this is more of an anthropological study, but I've actually convinced them that the T-Rex bones were put back together wrong. And you guys, no, but you can follow me on this, right? Like the hubris of man that we take the coolest, biggest dinosaur and we're like, of course he walked on two legs, right? Because we're like, we're the best. So it must have had like legs. But then I ask you, why all the dragon mythology? Why all the dragon mythology if there was no dragon? So I say, and why when you look at the T-Rex bones, why does the T-Rex have no breastbone? Like the Stegosaurus was a real thing. It had spikes on its tail and it'd go thwap. And like that would just mean that every T-Rex just got its heart ripped out all the time by Stegosauri, like, right? Because it doesn't have a breastbone. Next time, look at the bones, there's no breastbone. But instead, it has this weird hip cap that pushes it over because it has to stand on two legs because men are the best, right? So it's, but if you take that hip cap and you flip it upside down and you make it a breastbone, like every other animal that's ever lived, like every bird that's ever birded has a breastbone. And then that's the thing, if you flip it upside down, those weird little wonky like hip things, like of course it has weird hip bones that don't move by its like all birds have those like where their wings are just dissect a turkey this thanksgiving and you'll see what i'm talking about like it has a breastbone and it has these things 
So it's like winglings. And so if you take those legs and you flip them upside down, instead of big beefy legs, it has big beefy wings. Ah, ah! And you take those little faggy arms and move them back. Well, but then they turn into like bird legs. And look at any bird that's ever birded. It has tiny little weird little bird, skinny leg bird legs. Every bird, even a turkey, all birds. Tiny little feet legs, right? So like T-Rex. <laughs> dragon! T-Rex is a dragon. Why else would we have St. George and the Dragon? Like there's 50,000 paintings. and But why? Because T-Rex is a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like... I feel like I need a fifth grader to really like solidify this in the eyes of the, the science community. So important. Uh, the last one I have, I'm just running through all of them because I think they're funny and then this will be the last one. But um, I want to use my body the way God intended, you know, and I want to I wanna lactate because I want to make um, TH cheese Right? I smoke and eat so much weed that if I could lactate, like I wouldn't pump and dump, I'd pump and save and I'd make it into cheese because I want to save the vegans, right? Vegans breastfeed their children because you have consent. You can't ask a cow for consent for their milk, but I will be 100% consent-based milk. 100% consent-based milk. And... I mean, then it begs the question, can I get high off my own supply? So like if I make my own breast milk and it has THC in it and then I turn it into CTH cheese and then I eat it, can I, can I just constantly like get high? Is it like become a circularity singular like thing? <sighs> Anyways, I do. I want to save the vegans because they eat cheese that doesn't melt and that is just wrong. And, but breast milk really does it has 22% fat in it. So it's really great for cheese making. <laughs> would you eat would you eat my breast milk cheese <laughs> you're like hell yeah yeah good well that's good well that's the thing is that I would I drink so much beer it would be like sort of an IPA it'd be like a breast milk beer cheese TH cheese right but I feel like I could also like turn this into sort of a free trade thing where I paid people the same amount of money for their for their breast milk whether they're like Bangladeshi or so it's like free trade breast milk so I feel like from Indonesia like maybe we won't get as much THC content like we would from LA but there's going to be like a nice lemongrass flavor maybe or something like right no like I have a Thai basil nobody's yeah I think I think all breast milk would taste different it'd be so much fun though right to be the I, 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 sometimes I wonder like if I'm crazy or if I'm a genius and that is problem. <laughs> no, because really like that's a really great idea. Okay, everybody go home. Uh, yay, me, yay. Um, hey, thanks to Fred Scarf, everybody. He has a new show coming up. We don't know what it's called, but he's training today. And to Kaiser Lieb for um, hosting and being a badass. Yay. Um, coming up at eight o'clock is Pam Trice's Comedy Clubhouse. I was gone so I didn't book anything I'm booking in um, October but tonight is going to be a weird mix of dudes it's Dan Shively Zach Wiseman uh, Kaiser Lieb uh, Brian Lucette and Warhol Kaufman and um, and I'll, I'll do more jokes but you guys are all here so um, but yeah have fun tonight and whatever if, um, if you're bored Benders has karaoke tonight too which is a lot of fun if you like to meet girls
girls that are weird and like to sing. Um, so yay, thanks for being here. Thanks again to Kaiser. Stick around for the show if you want or have a good night. Yay! Smoke to that, right. You the best, I'll smoke to that. Uh, I got your back, I'll smoke to that. Son, you the one, I'll smoke to that But just make sure you pass it, I'll smoke to that Now girl, you're so fly, I'll smoke to that Just keep talking all night, I'll smoke to that I get high till I die, smoking, no joking I'm high till I fly, getting my head is open I'm high till I die, smoking, no joking I'm high till I fly, now I'm floating, now I'm floating now I'm Smoke's gone, Holland's hope, granddaddy Northern rice, cherry pie, pocket full of sunshine Silver haze, white widow, early girl, blueberry, Romulan, and lamb's bread Pocket full of sunshine, super skunk, Holland's hope, granddaddy Purple kush, northern rice, cherry pie, pocket full of sunshine Silver haze, white widow, early girl, blueberry, Romulan, and lamb's bread Pocket full of sunshine, super skunk, Holland's hope, granddaddy Northern rice, cherry pie, pocket full of sunshine, silver haze, white widow, early girl, blueberry rock. Without a patter, we'll gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutiny radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live. Co- Hey everybody, we actually, Mark Neuer just walked in the room, so we're back. Hey, bringing back up to the stage, the very funny. Oh, Kaiser, do you want to introduce him? Hey everybody, we're bringing back up Kaiser Lieb, yay! It's my job to introduce him. I'm supposed to introduce people, Pam. That was very mean of you to be like, Kaiser, you can host, except that then when Mark Neuer shows back up, I'm going to introduce him. That's that you're, I guess she does own and run the place. So, ladies and gentlemen, this dude is super funny. I like him a lot. Clap your hands together for Mark Neuer. So, who didn't show? We got... Uh, James Mora, blacklisted. Blacklisted. Michael Miles. All right, you're lucky. All right, never mind. Mark Neuer, blacklisted. Mark Neuer, fucking blacklisted from the best happy hour mic 2019. You guys, you see this this new show? I don't know if it's new. It's new to me. Doctor Good. Really. It's a damn shame. It's a it's a show about a uh, a a retarded doctor. He has autism, and and he his dad is like the the head the the dude with the biggest dick at the at the hospital. That's pretty much my analysis of it. And and good doc, his name's Doctor Good. Uh, he has autism, and his dad gets him this job at the the hospital. And now they put him in like the, the general admission area where you check the, the, you put the stick on the tongue, you know, retard shit. You know what I mean? Just like real easy, easy fucking peasy doctor shit. And then, and then he, 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 he'll get, he'll catch when his dad will be like, here's a, 
here's a case we're working on, like on the DL. And then he'll like have this whole like autism moment with it and he'll like figure it out. But it's like the most ridiculous MacGyvered surgical maneuver and then they bring it like he'll come into the big office with all like the, the you know what I mean like he, they all went to doctor school he just went to the he was he got he went to resource afterward you know he went to this that uh, you know stone soup or whatever it is is called where your city uh, it was called stone soup in my world that you know I went and he'd go into this big room with all the other doctors and he's like, here's my idea. And they kind of look at each other like, are we listening to this fucking retard? What are we doing? And his dad's like, well, no, he's got a good idea. He's like, no, the, the, it's re he's retarded. And they end up doing the thing. He's like, that's great. It actually worked, but you're still retarded. We're not going to let you actually be a real doctor. You're not going to do open heart surgery with us. We're just going to stick to that. You keep your plastic straw tubes and your, your Crayola markers and your fucking Play-Doh to yourself. But in, in time, we're going to take some of your ideas, but just not all the time. It's just not and they made a whole Hulu fucking experience about it. It's a fake show. I just feel like if I say he's retarded enough, it'll get a big enough laugh. I don't know where the real punchline is there. Something's working out. Um, don't look at me like that. My brother's half retarded. He's got. A, he's not really. He's got a lazy eye. He's not really retarded. You know. Hey, I'm half retarded. We come from the same nutsack. It's it's okay. He has the lazy eye. I have the little dick. It just happens like that sometimes. It just is. <clears throat> I have to clear my palate. Uh, you ever hawk up a loogie so thick and juicy you could actually chew it up for calories and nutrients? Or is that just me? That's just me? Okay. No, it's so thick I got I to gotta fucking like... <laughs> I gotta swallow twice to clear my mouth, you know? It's like, it's fucking in there. It's like my lungs giving me a fucking bukkake in my mouth. You passing that around back there? You're not even like, hey, Mark. You say, it's for the gram, I'm sorry. It's for, it's for the gram, he's got the phone out. He's 2018 hit fucking smoking weed nowadays, dude. You can't do it without a phone in front of you. You can't do it without a camera on. Wait a minute, is the lighting good? Can they see the... I got to make sure they can see the smoke when I exhale it or it's not going to be really officially official Instagram, Facebook, official, 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 official. Do you know how many women I've been married to on Facebook? Like so fucking many. Like I, I lose count. I've lost. It was like high school. I was like, are we, fr are we, are we flirting on Facebook? We are. Let's get married. So everyone knows that I'm like seeing your titties on Facebook right now. Like it, it and it was like dog, like fucking dude bro like fucking man dude like like fucking a lot a lot wasn't a good enough punchline it was a plethora it was a fucking bunch it was a heaping amount of fucking marriage on facebook it means nothing it means nothing, but we just, we did it. It was like a thing. It, it, maybe it was before your fucking time, Kaiser, fucking 45 years old. He fucking smokes a pipe like he's 82. I, I just see you in a fucking recliner just fucking... It sounds like I'm eating an apple, but that's how it sounds when you smoke a pipe, you uneducated swine. Jesus Christ, you never fucking smoked a pipe? He smokes a nice cherry vanilla. It smells spectacular. It smells like what my grandpa smelled like when he was molesting. He never molested. He never touched me. 
And it was more my, what was his uncle fucking Pat, I think his name was. He wasn't like, he never really touched me, but he was just weird. Every time I only ever saw him was in the hospital dying and in a nice big recl- like recliner smoking a pipe. I don't even remember what his name was. Old people, man. The thing is, no one makes it out of life. It's something we have to accept. We're all dying. It's not that I'm going to kill you. You're going to make it out of here alive. But it's like we have this idea of like we're going to make it past this. It doesn't fucking happen. And no, anyone can tell you, oh, well, this happens when you die. No, suck my ass. You don't know. You don't. I don't care what book you thump. It doesn't matter. It's, it's fucking you could say whatever fucking thing you thought and write it down too. And you could be the next Charles Manson. Okay. It doesn't fucking matter. Charles Manson had a whole cult of fucking people. Sorry, people on the microphone. I'm screaming. I'm fired up. I just fucking smoked a doob outside. I'm a fucking, I'm hungry as, as fucking, I'm, I'm hungry as an Ethiopian right now. It's fucking, it's, that's a tech nine lyric. Don't fucking look at me all crazy. I don't know. Where's my light? Do I even have a light? Am I just going? You can start it now. There you go. Pam, I don't think the people on the radio are going to take this as seriously as a a comedy show if these lights are not on. (laughs) The the, the stage lights aren't even on. How are the people on the radio going to know this is a comedy show? They're going to think it's some dude screaming at a mic. They're going to think it's it's fucking slam poetry. Oh my goodness, I missed you. So I'm gonna let you know my advertisement idea. So we take a video of someone who does comedy or does a podcast or listens to music and lets everyone else listen to music, also known as a DJ. Um, and you take one of them and, and then you just tell them what, what it is we do here. What do we do? We, we, we have the biggest comedy selection for out of anyone, out of anyone, archived. The biggest, I would say. I don't know. I, have, I don't know of any other place to put it, pushing out as much comedy content as Mutiny Radio, right? So you take that and you make a video about it. Like, are you tired of driving to work and listening to the same bullshit that iHeartRadio wants you to listen to? Because I am. You know what you can listen to that's a little bit different? You, have a, you can listen to any comedy from, I saw that. You can listen to anything you want comedy-wise. You can listen to Mark Norrie. You can listen to Capital, Luke Newman. You can even listen to Kaiser Lieb. You can listen to Pam Benjamin. Anything you want. You know what else you get? You get music. You can choose. You can pin it anywhere on iTunes. You can follow it all day on iTunes and listen to one of your, co- this is a lot of words for an advertisement. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. I think it's a beautiful idea. And then you take that ad and you put it on YouTube and you put it on other people's videos. That's how it works. You just, you become an ad for people and then you just, you gain revenue per click. And also you're getting huge exposure to your eye. Cause I didn't even know all your shit was on iTunes. It's all, did you know this is on iTunes? Did you know? You knew? I just got an iPhone. This is the very first iPhone since iPhone four that I had. It's amazing. But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for sticking around. Um, I appreciate you. Thank you, Kaiser, for hosting. Thank you, Pam. I'm glad you're back. We missed you. Thank you, new dude who's uh, fucking doing the board behind there, learning, getting trained up. I'm going to come back there and hit your weed. Uh, thank you guys for your time. Have a great night. Okay, that was actually our show. Good night. When the club get crunk and them brothers start funk, don't front a roll up. When the brothers got stunk and it's time to hit runs, do what a roll up. Yes. Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutiny radio.fm. 
From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Hey, Mutineers, Stolowitz here. Have you ever listened to Labor and Love on Saturday mornings, 10 to noon, with Bill Morgan? It's a really excellent show, one of my favorites here at the station. And it's all about service. It might be the devil, it might be the Lord, but we got to serve somebody. And Bill understands the virtue of service as the heart and soul of the labor movement better than a lot of people I know. And it's one of the reasons I love to listen to him. He breaks down socialism, democracy, protest history, workers' news, and the power of unions. Along with that, he serves up an excellent mix of jazz, Latin, gospel, hip-hop, and traditional folk ballads. Great stuff. Check it out. Labor and Love is every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Serve somebody. Mr. Cashcock here, giving you my love and regards as well as Mufi's over there. And you know, anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Bamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10. They have a fun time at Pamtastics deep in the mission where you can laugh off your tushy every Friday for a mere $10. And $10, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with, so to wipe it off for, <laughs> is in duty this. And if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, don't worry, don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer cottage on the mountain ridge for the kayaks. <laughs> Just go to podcast.pcrcollective.org or mutinyradio.fm podcasts and look for Comedy Clubhouse with a K. You can download it for free. But we'd love to see you every Friday, 8 to 10, down here at Mutiny Radio. Laugh off your tushy and save your life. Because you know what's better than laughter? Well, it's a cash cock, baby. <laughs> Thank mm-hmm. you. 
exactly what you think it is. Flat. Black. Plastic. Vinyl. Records. Round. Played. Mixed. All for you every Saturday from noon to two by Scotto Walker. Amazing artist. Music DJ. Vinyl enthusiast. That is flat black plastic. My name is Breakfast, and I'm running for Chancellor of the United States of America. For too long, we have gone without a Chancellor who is willing to take bold leaps of faith and logic to create new possibilities for our great, big, fat nation. As your Chancellor, I will balance the budget on the head of a pin, give entertaining speeches, have scandalous affairs, Write strongly worded letters to unpopular foreign leaders. Look good on camera. End all hunger, crime, abuse, war, disease, disasters, sadness, depression, oppression, repression, suppression, transgression, obsession, expression, impression, regression, and digression by signing pieces of paper that express my disapproval of such things. And... Invest in an American flag pin to be worn prominently on my stylish jackets. It's time to work together to take the country back from us and return it to ourselves. It's time to turn this country around and drive it into opposing traffic. It's time to take a chance on the Chancellor. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch Hey, comedy fans, don't miss Comedy Day Sunday, September 16th at Robin Williams Meadow in Golden Gate Park, noon till 5. It's free! You'll see 44 or more comedians. 44 comedians, 5 hours. That's over 8.5 comedians an hour. That's silly. Ever see a half a comedian? Yes, a half wit. Not funny, but Comedy Day will be a guaranteed laugh a minute. Let's see, a laugh a minute times 5 hours. That's 300 jokes. That's a lot of jokes, folks. <laughs> So why are these people laughing? I don't know. Maybe because they know Comedy Day will be better than the shoelaces of Madagascar exhibit. Better than the paperweight wearers of the World Convention. Better even than the alien sheep herding contest. And speaking of herding, heard any good ones lately? Okay, not funny again, but Comedy Day will be. Don't miss punchlines like these. A frog in a blender. In your hat. To keep his pants up. Comedy Day is worth the price of admission because it's free. Nothing to buy. No operators waiting for your call. Void. We're prohibited by law. Comedy Day. Sunday, September 16th at Robin Williams Meadow in Golden Gate Park. It's free. Visit ComedyDay.org for complete details.
Do you need an awesome and underground space for an event? Look no further than MutinyRadio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's Performance Space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsidai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shit. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Caption reads, get a girl. It's a lot about sex.
Good morning. You're listening to Song and Bone at RadioValencia.fm. That was Todd Rundgren with the track Marlene from his Something Anything album. Uh, it's good to be back with you. Happy Sunday. It's a cold and foggy one here in San Francisco. Anyway, I've got a lot of great music packed into the next two hours, so without delay, let's listen. This is Casey Shea. Wake up, grab a brush and put a little makeup. Hide the scars to fade away the shake-up. Hide the scars to fade away the light to leave the keys upon the table. You wanted to Here you go, create another fable. You wanted to But I don't think you trust.
it's 8 o'clock. It's Friday night.